For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zemanski, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today we're talking with Johanna Lyman, an executive coach who helps with executive burnout. So Johanna will talk from a practical business perspective, and then I'm going to weave in some classical feng shui tips along the way to help you handle high stress in the workplace. And I'm sure all of us at some point in our life is going to really experience the reality of this. I'm really excited to introduce my guest uh, this week. I met her at a conference a couple months back, and I was just so impressed with what she does with business leaders. So let me tell you just a little bit about her. She works with leaders of fast-growing companies whose business models can no longer sustain their bigger vision. So she's going to help them create a sustainable, profitable business and develop highly functioning teams without burning anyone out. So she's helped thousands of people all over the world develop businesses of their dreams and step into being the leader they've been called to do. The name of her company is Lead Like a Coach, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about the coach part of it in just a moment. She's a certified coach and business development expert with 13 years of experience helping coaches, consultants, and small business owners build and develop successful businesses. She uses a potent combination of traditional coaching, she has uh, intuitive skills that she brings in there and she has an, a really a unique ability to see what needs to be done to and emerge that into a system and she helps her clients make a big difference in the world that we desperately need now so but in her spare time she um, also has a great personal life she's a poet she loves to paddleboard and she's a mother and wife and um, so now let's bring uh, Joanna and thanks for coming Joanna Thanks for having me, Kathleen. I'm excited to be here. Oh, me too. Me too. You know, I'd like to ask my guests what they know about feng shui, since we've got a program on feng shui and astrology and good timing. So have you had any experience with feng shui, or what do you know about the methodology? Yes, I know enough to be dangerous about feng shui. (laughs) Um, I've read a couple of books. I'm fascinated by the principles of it. And I actually, I often invite my clients to do a little feng shui move if they're feeling stuck in their business, I will have them clean out a closet. Got it. Got it. Got it. So that's um, that's interesting. And the reason that I ask these questions is one of the platforms of this business is to help people 
you know, have more credibility and sensibility about what, what feng shui is. Now, it's not to say clearing out a closet is not going to help some movement in a person's life, but being more strategic, and what I mean by that is let's use like vibrant areas of a certain part of a space that we know by the repeatable patterns of classical feng shui that they're going to be most vibrant. So um, over saying that um, let's just clear out this particular closet, of course, we ideally want all of our spaces to be, you know, in order and all of that. But if we had to pick and choose, I would say let's go with some annual energies or or maybe the wealth area of a specific uh, uh, home or office, but that would mean that you wouldn't ha- need to know where that's at. So that's done by a compass, the the age of the house when it was built and the office structure when it was built to really get into those areas. So thanks for that. Uh, it's always good to, to get a pulse of what people are thinking out there. And that was a perfect example of the difference between um, just saying, okay, cleaning out a closet and that's feng shui and, and then how we can get into something more precise than that. So thanks for sharing that Johanna okay what is your big reason for doing what you do Uh, it's just a small mission to change the face of capitalism oh okay (laughs) (laughs) which is really not something I ever thought I'd want to do I ran screaming from corporate America 16 years ago I never thought I'd go back but I realized that the work I've done with solopreneurs would make a huge difference in the world if I could get senior leaders of bigger companies to change the way they work and interact the way I've done with smaller entrepreneurs over the years. Um, and I, this is, you know, a fairly large job ahead of me, so I really, really didn't want to do it alone. So I said when I sort of got the cosmic call to do this, I said, okay, I'll do it, but I'm not doing it on my own. You've got to send me the partners, send me the support I need. And I found two amazing partners. So I do this work with Carrie Beers and Susan Liddy. Nice. Thanks. And I'm sure we'll hear a little bit more. Um, when we were talking earlier, you gave me a, a cute cute uh, opening about them but we'll wait we'll wait for them uh, in just a little bit so let's talk about what makes lead like a coach unique there's so many different coaching pro- programs out there and they're they're kind of for maybe our audience and even myself they get kind of blended together under this umbrella of coaching so what makes lead like a coach so unique yeah and actually a nice segue there one of the things that makes us unique, we're probably the only company formed by a blonde brunette and a redhead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so so yeah, I know I you're, I think you're the, the, the redhead, so okay. I'm so the redhead, what, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Carrie on the East Coast is the blonde and Susan is the brunette. Um, so we have, you know, a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead walked into your company, but boom. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Three powerful leading women. (laughs) Yeah, and we really think differently. You know, we also take a three-pronged approach to building a sustainably profitable business and developing peak-performing teams. We look at the business model. We move the leadership team from burnout back to peak performance. And we help teams move from conflict to collaboration. So we really do, you know, there's a... Culture, changing culture is a big buzzword as well. Um, 
that is the end result of what happens with our work. Nice. Yeah. If we can eliminate well, the, that conflict, I think that we're going to really see a lot less stress in the workplace. But what, you know, you use in, in the name of your company, Lead Like a Coach. Um, coach is actually an acronym. And what does that stand for? Yeah, it stands for the five qualities that we believe are essential for leaders to bring their organizations into fully into the 21st century. And those qualities are courage, being open-hearted, aligned, creative, and humble, which is a little bit of a controversial one. Right, especially, I think, in high-powered businesses, I don't think people even consider that part of a business model. Why, why do you think that is? Well, they don't because our all of our leaders that we've had, most of our leaders in corporate, have been probably the opposite of humble. And what happens when, when you don't bring a dose of humility into your work and into your leadership, then you can't possibly benefit from the gifts and talents of your team. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, so why why is executive burnout such a big deal for businesses anyway? Well, let me give you a few alarming statistics. <laughs> According to a national study released by the uh, Families and Work Institute, more than half of U.S. employees feel overworked and overwhelmed, at least some of the time, 70% say they often dream of having a different job. And then a Harvard medical study showed that 96% of senior leaders feel somewhat burned out, and a third described the burnout as extreme. This is alarming. The way we're working doesn't work. No, that I mean that is an alarming. I mean, I I think I I've heard the fifty percent one before. That that's you know, there's a lot of people that you know are just dissatisfied with their job. I don't know if they would put it as of a stress thing, but a, you know, dissatisfied. I hate my job. So, but hating my job could also bring a lot of stress when it comes to getting up in the morning and and working at it. But going up that ladder, you know, wishing you had another job, and you know, even the top leaders are not satisfied it that trickle down effect can't be the mirror and model for high productivity <laughs> no it's not at all and you know we know that stressed out leaders end up stressing out their teams too right and that's right. a recipe for disaster it certainly is it certainly is um so so what trends do you see uh with the business models um that are that aren't working well We're seeing a backlash of high-tech exhaustion. The customers are totally fatigued by all the bombardment they're getting between emails and ads on social media. We're having lower email open rates, lower attendance at webinars, things like this. And I'm talking primarily service industries right Mm -hmm. now because that's um, a lot of the work that we do is in service industries. Um, One, you know, one solution that we're seeing is that whenever you can, as a business owner, add high touch, 
you're going to be doing better. The customer wants, it has lost faith and they're getting more skeptical. So they need, they want to see the real you. They know that the diet pill you're trying to sell is not actually going to work. Why should they buy it? So if you were to tell a story, for example, that um, it's not a pill, but it's a way of relating to food that you've used yourself and has worked with all of your clients, that's a more relatedness that the customers are tuning into. Got it. So getting more out um, from behind your computer and having more of that human connection, what are some of the other ways that you feel people can get more connected to their their um, authenticity versus um, hiding behind the mask of just sending out a bombardment of autoresponders? Yeah. Well, one way is if you're creating videos, which we recommend because that mm-hmm. is your face in front of the audience, keep them real, unscripted if you can, or at least not fully scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, if you make a mistake, if you make a short mistake, just leave it in there. It doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, perfection causes suspicion in the right. consumer, I think. Yeah. Okay? yeah. You know, and and this, this high-touch method works even, you know, we've got clients in Silicon Valley. We've got a high-tech startup who started using high-touch methods after we ripped apart his business model and made it much more simple and aligned with, with where he was at. He started reaching out to people one-on-one, and he has five new clients in two weeks. Wow. Wow. You know, I am, you know, uh, so amazed on how people, you know, when they they start taking back, you know, traditional methods of either making sales calls or I'm not talking cold calls. I mean, you know, obviously in this this case, your client had maybe some warm contacts or prospects or past clients Mm -hmm. that he decided to reach out to. And that was much more effective and probably more time efficient when you think about it than how he was playing before. So um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hold your thoughts for that. We'll come back um, in a moment. But I'd like to thank, take this opportunity to thank my proud sponsors, EMB Organizers. They're a reliable organizing firm that's insured and bonded to handle all of your state and business organizing needs. To learn more about EMB Organizers, click on the banner or go to enborganizers.com. So stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. When we come back, we're going to dive in deeper with Johanna Lyman about executive burnout. We're going to get some tips on how you can be less stressed out. And if you do, we've got some tips on how you can reverse that burnout. So we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. 
We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today with Johanna Langman, and we're talking about executive burnout. So before the break, we were talking about the importance of high-touch um, encounters with your with your community, if you will, over, um, you know, just hiding behind the computer or, you know, doing some of the 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 digital ways of which seem to be going on the wayside because it's so oversaturated. Um, I have to be honest. I was asked uh, to be on a telesummit and, you know, they want me to, you know, reach out to my community to tell other people about, you know, and it is a, it is a model. I, I realize that it's worked in the past, but I seem, it seems like every time that I do that, um, I have a lot of people opt out of my list, which is actually starting to harm my list than, than help it. So I understand that it's a very different um, uh, animal, if you will, with with someone just um, connecting with people. And, and I think that's a little bit less stressful anyway than the wonder game of wondering if anybody's going to open this email or <laughs> if they're going to sign on to my webinar. And this seems like, you know, a, a more concise and time efficient way but you know when when someone is maybe experiencing that that burnout on how to you know deal with you know whether it's you know dealing with clients dealing with staff are, are there any tips that that you give your executives or business owners on how to uh, help them um, handle that Yes, we give them loads of tips on how to manage stress. Uh, and depending on the situation, if you're sitting at your desk and you're just totally stressed out, change your state. Get up, move your body, whether it's like jumping up and down or dance, whatever you need to do. Studies have shown that if you 
change your physical state, your mental state follows. And if it's the kind of stress that kind of keeps you up at night, Mm. I recommend making a pen and paper list of everything you're worried about. Get it out of your head and onto the piece of paper, especially if it's a I can't fall asleep kind of stress situation because that would that would have been helpful for me this morning if I had had that tip okay I'll, I'll have the paper ready tomorrow morning because <laughs> I do that consistently I'll wake up and my day has already started because that's probably what's woke me up so grabbing a piece of paper and just what just doing a day, a brain dump yeah is that what you're yeah suggesting yeah I'm not really solving yep. problems I'm just getting it out of my head you're just getting it out of your head so you can get to sleep and yeah. then if you want to take that one a step further, you can, when you wake up and have had your coffee, you can take that list that you wrote down in the middle of the night and highlight or find some way to identify the things that you can do something about, the things that are under your control, and the things that you can't control. Okay. Um, yeah, I say a lot of the times I'll say, all right, you're worried about this. Can you do something about it? If the answer is yes, great. Do that thing that you can do. If the answer is no, what do you need to do to let it go? Because if you can't control it, you can't do anything about it, then worrying is, and I wish I could remember who, who I heard this from, worrying is praying for something you don't want. Hmm. Worrying is praying for something you don't want. I like that. We'll have to find the 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 fact checker on that one to see who who can come up with that one. That one's that one's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, if you if there are things that you can't control, they're just they're thoughts and feelings. They're not even necessarily the truth. Most of the times, the things we worry about that we can't control don't even happen. My daughter is a big warrior, so, and it sort of runs on my husband's side of the family. So I'm very familiar with this dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people worry more about past, present, or future stuff? Oh, future. Always future. Worry is always a sign that, I, I call it, you're throwing yourself in front of the train of the future. Hmm. And you don't even know okay. if that train's coming down the track. The train might be going in a totally different direction. Uh-huh, right. That's good. That's good information. So, so you know, when is there any other tips? I don't want to interrupt you because those are good things. So you had, yeah. you had, uh, get up if you're, if you're, you know, rest, restless at night, you know, do the brain dump on paper, kind of categorize it, what you can and cannot do. And, um, you know, change, change the, the situation. So what, is there anything else that you want to uh offer to us today? Yeah, practice using those coach qualities. Courage. How can you have, we always start with, what's the difficult conversation you've been avoiding? Mm -hmm. Curd your loins and get the courage up to have that conversation. Negative energy, when we're holding on to something that we're afraid to speak, sucks the life out of us. Okay, be more open-hearted and open-minded. You know, rigid thinking tends to lead to more stress. 
whereas more open thinking and being open to possibilities and open to to the good to show up instead of the bad, those things reduce stress. Um, one of the biggest reasons that, that we see in stress and burnout is when people are not aligned. I just had a conversation with a potential client this morning, and he's a creative guy, and he's, he's in a corporate environment where creativity is tortured a thousand small deaths by committees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anytime you can access your creativity, it helps reduce stress. And that's, you don't have to be a poet. You don't have to be a painter. People are creative in a million small different ways. When you let that creativity flow, it totally lightens the load. Give me some like non-obvious ways that people can be creative because you know the first thing that comes to mind because I don't have a problem with creativity. I can, I can do some writing. I can do some painting. I'm I may not be Michelangelo, but I I it's an outlet. It's an outlet. So what other what other creative ways can you suggest? Yeah. So for some quick things, just um, just writing and see without having an agenda for where it goes. And so I'll often do a prompt for people. I don't know what I'm going to write about, but here goes. And then they just start writing. Mm -hmm. Um, A fun thing that you can do either by yourself, it's even more fun with friends, is they're popping up all over the place to paint and wine parties. You don't have to know how to paint. There's an instructor that walks you through the process of painting. And I'm sure the more wine you drink, the better you think you are like dancing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Dancing is a creative activity. Um, A lot of forms of exercise, believe it or not, can help access your creativity. Mm -hmm. I don't know about about you, but when I'm out on the ocean paddling my brains out, I get these like brilliant inspirations. Well, I've never paddleboard, but I, I I swim and I've done some boating in the past, and I also yeah, I love to hike. And it for me, there is a thirty five thirty eight minute flip of my brain switch. I don't know what it is, and this is if I'm not talking on the phone because I can tend to catch up on some calls when I'm when I'm walking or hiking, um, or if I'm not listening to like an audio or you know like a, a book on tape or an inspirational podcast or something like that. If I am left to my own accord, leave my devices home, which is smart, right? For less burnout, even I if it's recommend. connecting with, even if I'm connecting with a loved one, it, it is, it's still a good idea to every once in a while walk alone sometimes because there's that mm-hmm. 30, 35 minute, 38 minute um, flip in my brain that all of a sudden I'm, I can incredibly come back with some wonderful inspiration and, um, you know, a much more uh, productive drive to get back to work as well. So, okay. And then what was the last one? So that's actually a really important point, and I swear you didn't. We didn't even talk about this before. No. Um, stop. <laughs> uh, this is a, a de-stressing, not so much a creativity, but it helps. Um, stop multitasking. Mm. When you can time block, and the, you know our brains work really well in cycles that are just under an hour. So if you can do like a power hour, that really it's 50 minutes, 
and just focus on one task at hand, get it done, then do that state change, get up, leave your desk, walk around the, walk around the building, that helps to reset your system to be more focused. When we're more focused, we have less stress. And when we have less stress, we can access our creativity more easily. Mm-hmm. And and I would have to say, you know, one of the things, I don't know why, I I just, this is the way I've, I work. Nobody really told me about this technique, but I've been doing it for years before they started talking about multitasking. Now I could be better about not multitasking, but I, I time myself. I'm always like, I've got a timer going constantly because I want to be as efficient as I can in an um, allotted reasonable Workday, um, so that is one of the things that I I have done. So, anyway, so in in about the H, we have just about thirty seconds left. Can you tell us how how they can incorporate that to de stress as well? Yeah. So humility is the quality of recognizing that you are not better than anyone else. Not that you're worse than, but that it's an even playing field. And when you have humility. You can ask for help. You can ask for support. You can mm-hmm. ask for other input from people. It's not Got all it. on your shoulders. Got it. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. And while we're away, don't multitask. Just take a couple of deep breaths. We're going to be back with Johanna Lyman, and we're going to be talking more about executive burnout and how you can start changing your business life to be less stressed. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. 
This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and I'm chatting with Johanna Leinen. We are talking about executive burnout. So if you're feeling like burnt toast in your work, this is the episode for you. So, um, you know, we talked about, you know, several different things, but, you know, kind of looking into the future, we're going to future cast a little bit. What, what, what do you see as a trend of the kind of companies that are going to be most successful, like 10 or 20 years out? Because things are going to go so fast in the digital technology world what what is your what is your forecast yeah things are moving at warp speed you're right um what we see as the wave of the future is companies that are connected to a better why that's beyond the bottom line profits Companies that are good corporate citizens who are socially responsible and who treat their people as real people um, and allow them to be the creative, resourceful problem solvers that they can inherently be, those kinds of companies are going to be the most successful. And we've got models for them already. And what we know is, uh, is that the companies who operate from a, like a self-managed system where there's a couple of premises. The first is that they understand that the organization has an innate intelligence and there is what I call the work that's yours to do. That happens whether you're a solopreneur or you've started a company or you're a multi-million dollar multinational company. Every business has work that's theirs to do. So the ones that are connected to what that work is and who allow all of the members of the organization to play and to have an empowered role in the company those companies, we can already see they grow faster than their peers, they are more profitable, and they do a lot of good in the world. Yeah, and so it's that triple win concept, good for me, good for you, and good for the world or community at, at large. So, you know, I think a good um, model for that, I don't I don't know exactly all the intricacies of the model, but I would say Tesla, you know, they, they certainly came out with a, uh, a, a model, a car that is crazy in price but yet it's in a high demand. I mean, there's wait lists for that car. I mean, you know, I live in Northern California, and so we see Teslas everywhere, but I'm also hearing that they're, you know, showing up in Midwest towns and all of that, despite, you know, you may not have, you know, the infrastructure of charging stations, but the the 
the mental and energetic infrastructure is in place, knowing that this is the wave of the future, so we can be less dependent on oil and all of that. But I think anyone um, who is able to work at Tesla, I really would really love to actually talk with somebody from Tesla because they did actually feng shui their uh, corporate office down in Fremont. So I would love to get someone from, from Tesla on the air to talk about that. But it is it is a very interesting concept that, you know, they're going to grow like gangbusters because one, they're ahead of a trend, which is electric cars. And then two is, you know, getting completely off of, you know, dependency of um, fossil fuels. And then, you know, it's it's going to be much better for the environment now. I'm, I'm not sure about all the lithium batteries that are going to go into, um, you know, landfills one day. Um, I hope that they have a plan for that. I don't know. I couldn't really speak on yeah. that. But, but yeah, that, that certainly is a, a wonderful way of looking at it. So, you know, we're talking a little bit about um, company culture, and I've had other guests on the program talk about company culture. So, from from your perspective, how do you look at that differently than other people that talk about the buzzword company culture? Yeah, it is such a such a well used phrase right now. And uh, Seth Godin once said that culture trumps everything. And how I look at it is just like for anyone in the audience who's a parent, your kids are going to model how you act rather than what you say. Employees do the same thing in companies. They follow the behavior of the senior executives regardless of the mission statement on the wall. That's why the alignment in the coach work is so important. You have to walk your talk and you have to go first. Yep. Yep. If you're willing to get your hands dirty um, and do everything that you're asking your employee to do, there's a higher likelihood (laughs) that they will, um, when you delegate the task, it will be done. Um, Now, I mean, there's things that I can say that I delegate. Um, and it's not that I won't do it. I just technologically don't know how to do it. And so my my assistant, God, God bless Alice, that takes care of me on a lot of um, fronts because um, it's it's not a matter of not wanting to. It's you know not the capacity. I suppose I could learn, but um, well, I have plenty to do. Though. That is different. different. It is very different because that's you know one of the things that causes stress and burnout is not not being not doing things that are in alignment with your gifts and talents. So, you know, that that's that's different than the company that, that we've worked with who says that they want to have a culture of open, honest communication. And we've done a bunch of trainings with them, and yet the senior executive team is not talking to each other in an open and honest way. Right, right. It's very hard then for the middle managers to take what they've learned. They all love it. It's really hard for them to take it to their teams because they're not seeing the senior executives do it. Yeah, I actually had a client who, you're you're almost describing this person to a T who, you know, at the beginning of the day, you know, wanted the employees to recite the mission and vision statement, and this is what we're all about. And then she would turn into kind of a um, 
uh, frenetic, <laughs> um, you know, leader, um, which kind of frightened people, um, you know, and clients. So, you know, it, it, it definitely, you know, it, if um, she would have read and embraced and incorporated that into her whole essence, it would have been probably a very different um, business today. So, so with that said, you know, um, you know, these are all great things. I just gave you an example as well. I'm sure you have tons. Um, but is it really possible to change the culture of a company when, you know, you kind of see that vibration of, of that hectic chaos? Is it really, are you really able to teach an old dog new tricks kind of, not to use a catchphrase, but... Yeah, it is possible. It's definitely not easy. And, you know, you have to, that's why we take a multi-pronged approach to it. So we work with the senior staff, the senior executive team, and teach them the coach habits, which helps them go first, as we say, um, so that then the, the employees can see change happening in the executive management and then giving the, the teams the skills to do the same thing. So we have Carrie is our my partner out on the East Coast, and she, I a great example of this, she went into a major fish distributor. Okay, mm-hmm. so <laughs> not exactly a high-tech company. Um, no. A lot of a lot of boat captains and fishermen there. This, this company, but it was they were one of the leaders in the industry. They had high turnover. They had no consistency in leadership. It was really a pretty crass organization. Uh-huh. And she took them through a series of workshops, from conflict management to communications, working up to leadership style. And they were able to collaboratively come up with a system of communicating with employees, setting goals and expectations, giving feedback that made the employees feel engaged and empowered. That then improved morale, reduced turnover by 30%, and improved workplace efficiency. Wow. In a matter of, I think it was like eight months, their culture went from very autocratic, do as I say, to very self-managed. How can we work together to move the organization forward? And, you know, coming from a group of women, in this particular case, you said maybe one of the partner, one of your partners went in, but that's, you know, to have a, a, a manly man business industry like the fishing industry, I'm sure that there was a lot of gruff words and, you know, to be able to change that mindset from, you know, this is the way we've always done it to, you know, a different different way. That That is uh, a very important thing to think about on how, you know, how can we modify ourselves to, you know, help bring more peace and um, harmony into the workplace, which I think is always going to, you know, you know, any, any way that you can resolve a conflict without having a major battle and end up firing people and, you know, or clients firing you is probably going to be a lot better for your bottom line than, (laughs) right? Right? Well, and you know, I think if we could do it with them, we can do it with anyone, but we had to um, be the role model for how to, you know, do the coach habits ourselves. Right. And then also Terry is just a brilliant team trainer. She is 
outrageously funny. Uh, I told her she's Mr. Calling in Life as a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so <laughs> humor into the training really helped a lot. Yeah, that does help lighten up the load. Yeah, lightens it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, you know what? We are actually at um, the time where we are going to take another quick break. So why don't you just sit back and relax, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network highly successful people know that timing is everything kathleen zamansky's time blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success the time blazer decodes ancient chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time whether it's about business career education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. And I have a question for you. Like, what are some of the symptoms of uh, clinical burnout? There's actually a clinical burnout that we need to be looking at as well. So what would you say that would, where can we go from there? Mm -hmm. Well, let's start with a definition of clinical burnout. It is defined as the depletion of your cognitive, which is your mental, emotional, and your physical energies, leading to cynicism toward your work and toward the people that you work with and for. So um, the depletion of your mental, emotional, and physical energies, 
causes things like irritability, being short-tempered, being uh, less open to new ideas. If you've ever been in a in a place where there's the like the grumpy old coworker who says, "Ah, we've already tried that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like thirty years ago, we tried that once. Right. It will never ever work. Right. Um, and when we when we're burnt out, and even just when we're highly stressed, we lose our ability to be creative, which is why creativity is one of our core habits. Um, Loss of creativity leads to lost innovation. And businesses, innovation is like the air you breathe as a business owner. Right. Right. So, so Johanna, um, I, you know, we are actually towards the end of the program, and I do want to make sure that we do get your free gift in there. You have a fabulous gift that you told me about that is a stress assessment or something like that. I actually took it, but I can't remember the name of it. Can you tell me what that is? Yes, it's a burnout test. Oh, okay. And so it's there we've got 16 questions to assess your risk of burnout and I just by the way I just sort of like gave you the tip of the iceberg of some of the symptoms yeah Um, you know but um, so we've got this easy quick test to assess where you are at risk of burnout and then a tip at the end to trigger your relaxation response Cool. And how do how do our listeners get there? We are actually towards the end of um, this time with you that goes so fast. Can I have that URL yeah. to have people find yeah. you? Yep, absolutely. So it's um, unfortunately they're going to have to write it down. It's not easy to remember. Okay. It's tiny tinyurl.com forward slash the letter G, the letter U, the number six six. Five, the letter U and the letter M, as in Mary. So G U six six five U M. Okay, and we will. Okay, and we'll put that out in social media so people can find it. So thanks so much for showing up today for us. I am now going to tell us about our weekly feng shui tips. So today's discussion is about burnout in the workplace. So no matter if you're an employee or a boss, you probably experience varying levels of stress that lead to burnout. So I'm going to give you three tips to help you manage your stress level better today using classical feng shui. So from an astrological perspective, the Time Blazer Business Management System, we see that the fiery monkey of 2016 is contributing to this burnout in some of you. So I anticipate some relief by the beginning of October through next year, which is in uh, February when the yin fire uh, rooster is going to happen. So we still have a little bit of fiery um, energy that's going to be happening and stress can happen in so many forms. So let's look at this fire metal issue that that can can manifest. An overabundance of the fire element, you may experience eye problems, blood pressure imbalances, heart issues, and of course, stress and burnout. And the metal from the monkey can come in the form of vocal or respiratory issues, as well as skin disorders like eczema flare-ups or shingle outbreaks. So that doesn't really sound like a lot of fun. So how can classical feng shui help you stay healthy and get back into productive work? There's there's several ways, actually, and I'm going to give you three of them today. 
So the first one, let's start with the main tenets of feng shui, and that's yin and yang. So according to the the Taoist principles of yin and yang, you know, this explains everything in nature and the universe, and it's the polarity of these two opposites that balances each other to bring harmony. So ideally, we want to see this balance of yin and yang in your space. So how does that look like? So, you know, a yin um, environment would be softer furniture, rounded edges, dimmer lights, quieter acoustics, and, you know, just more reflective, quieter spaces. While yang is much bolder, we've got bigger furniture, hard, sharp angles, and bright lighting. And they're really loud. I mean, you just, you can really know when you're in a yang space because they're very, very intense. So preferably, we'd like to see a balance of both some hard and soft surfaces, good task lighting. So you know, you can be good to your eyes and activity areas that are balanced with quiet and reflective and you know, some activity as well. So that that would be, you know, ideally where we want to look at that. But I see in spaces like high tech environments with that ultra modern furniture, open floor space plans, intense lighting, massive amount of computers and EMFs that are just like bouncing off the wall that's just really too much yang energy and with very little yin spaces the employees are going to start to feel the burnout so if you want an idea of what i'm talking about walk into any apple store retail store and you're going to experience yang on steroids with constant movement so this is great for sales not so much for the employees so disclaimer here all of my devices are apple i love them wouldn't want to be without them I just want one one to work at an Apple store. So the second way that you can get some relief from burnout is through your birth chart. So using your feng shui power directions, go to www.freebusinessastrology.com and just grab your astrology chart, enter in your birth information. You're just going to go to the bottom of the page or of your screen and you're going to look at your eight personal feng shui power directions. So today we talked about um, burnout. So the health direction, that's one of the eight, that's the one that's going to give you the most relief. And it is one of my favorite to utilize. So if you're experiencing stress or burnout, you want to sit or stand facing that direction, have your computer angled at that direction so you feel more rejuvenated. And it's a good idea, obviously, to take a break. Close your eyes, just get into, um, again, that health direction, and it will put a wave of um, very good energy over you versus being in one of those more challenging ones. So I think it's also worth mentioning that your health direction is also going to help you resolve obstacles. So, you know, that will um, help relieve some stress, too. So my final tip today is a lot of times my entrepreneurial clients feel that they have to do all, everything alone. Well, you need to start asking for assistance from other people to relieve stress and burnout. And the asking part is not easy. I get that. But there is help from the annual feng shui of your space. So start using the southeast sector of your home or office for the remainder of 2016. And by doing that, you're going to start attracting some helpful people, um, you know, mentors, coaches, supporters, even if you need some financial backing, this is where you're going to go for um, that relief. So Quick recap, balance the yin and yang of your office, use your personal power directions, especially that health direction, and use the southeast area of your home or office to attract helpful people in your life. So that's it for today. I want to thank you all for listening from around the world. Tune in next week for another exciting episode on Illuminating Feng Shui. We're going to be chatting with Beth Meisner on the power of cause networking. It's going to be a good one. And until next week. May good chief follow. 
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace.